Hello, dear listeners. I haven't seen you in a mortal age. The uh, troop decided to make a little stop in the town of Imre at a little place called the Aeolian to raise a mug of metheglin because today we are talking about Count Threp, Count Danaeus Threp, actually, on Entirely the Right Sort of Podcast, which is the show you're listening to. It's about the Kingkiller Chronicle. Um, so if you haven't read The Name of the Wind or The Wise Man's Fear, um, you might not really know what's going on. And I'll probably swear a little in this, so I'm going to tag it as explicit but not do, um, you know, the normal spoiler warning. Welcome to Entirely the Right Sort of Podcast. My name is RJ. I'm your host. RJ, of course, stands for Raggedy Jalapeno. Thank you to my friend Jess, well, who is actually my partner's best friend, but my friend too, um, for that one. That's a good one. I'm, I'm starting to take requests. Um, so we're talking about Threp, someone we meet um, with the kind of cast of Aeolian characters. Well, a couple of them. Um, and someone who is very likable on the surface and who both trusts on the surface and seems to really like him. Um, but he could be someone deeply rooted in some plot and some machination and uh, moving Quoth around the great tack board of, um, you know, whatever plan somebody might be um, doing with, with his life, right? There's, there's some idea in the fandom that Quoth is not entirely in control of his own destiny and someone like the Chandrian or the Amir or another group um, someone trying to kill him maybe are, are um, putting their hands in his life. So that's not really, it's not really here nor there to talk about that today. We'll get into it in a bit, but let's start with our, our familiar seven things. And um, the rep is one who definitely knows the power of the number seven um, as, as we'll chat about in, in a bit with their first meeting in the Aeolian. So here we go. Count Threp, Danaeus Threp, number one. He's a well-known patron of music in Imre, uh, I believe, according to Sam, and at the Aeolian. And he's played there many times. He stopped trying for his pipes because, you know, he really ain't that good, but people like him. Um, number two, at the end of Wise Man's Fear, after... Um, Hem becomes chancellor and sets Quoth to it. Quoth's tuition really high. He he gathers seven people with him to go and hang out and have a party, and Threp is one of them. Um, that group is Will, Sim, Dioc, Fella, Mola, Davy, um, Threp, and then Quoth. Um, number three, again, he gives Quoth seven talents um, when Quoth first gets his pipes after he asks him about Sir Savian and the Amir. Um, number four, he's been an acquaintance of Major Alvaron writing to him for some time, and they exchange favors, which is very interesting. Number five, Threp is Quoth's accomplice in making the song Jackass Jackass about Ambrose, and he's a fan of making dirty songs about local politicians. Number six, tries to get Quoth over to his house all the time to meet no local nobility. Actually gets him there at the end of Wise Man's Fear when, when Quoth has some money. So much happens at the end of that damn book. Um, not damn book. It's a beautiful piece of writing. And um, yeah, Threp's always uh, ostensibly trying to help Quoth out. 
And number seven, he seems a bit mistrustful of the university and of magic. He calls Quoth a warlock when they first meet. Um, and this leads Quoth to kind of have to couch things around him a bit um, and not really tell him all that all that he's getting up to, all he studies. He's like, yeah, you know, I go over there for math. I'm just so busy, blah, 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 blah. So let's begin at the beginning, as Arladen might tell us. When Quoth first meets Threp, he sees him at his first time in the Aeolian. He performs um, not necessarily very well. He's got a liar. He's described as an older man with a gray beard. He looks shorter in person. And Wise Man's Fear, Quoth notes his white hair, um, which are, you know, descriptors are important, but also we've got to throw him in the ring as a Master Ash candidate. Um, and I think he fits not many of the descriptors, but a few. Um, he does not seem to have his own house colors. He doesn't, he, or he doesn't wear them. Um, it's a possibility that he is the quote round gentleman in red that Ambrose is standing near. Um, on the, the trio's first real trip to the Aeolian. So he might be wearing red there in wise man's fear chapter 22. Um, as someone on Reddit pointed out, he's wearing blue that includes some snazzy, like suede blue boots. Um, so I'm still literally up in the air right now as I'm recording what, uh, accent I might use for Threp later. I can't really do an Elvis impersonation. I haven't really even seen the new, I haven't seen the new movie or like any of the trailers. Um, I only know like my dad's impersonation of Elvis. So I might do Threp as Elvis because that'd be funny. Um, or I might do him as German because that's an accent I can kind of do since I spent a couple years. No, my God, I didn't spend a couple years there. I spent a couple months there. I lived there for a few months. So um, Threp is a count. And based on a little bit of, you know, Googling and uh, from Britannica and from Wikipedia, count don't necessarily have a lot of power um it it's a title uh, according to wikipedia it was uh often conferred by the monarch as an honorific title for special services rendered without a feudal estate being attached so it was merely a title with or without a domain name attached to it um so that makes me wonder is there monarchy in the commonwealth um, they seem to have, um, you know, some kind of like elected official system. Um, when we talk about, um, local councilmen and stuff like that. So uh, is there a King or someone in the Commonwealth who could have given Threp that title? We are not sure. Um, I, I thought he had some lands, but. You know, in looking through the books, I really don't think he does. I don't really think he has much power. Um, he might just be someone in the know. And um, from what I understand, account is kind of in, in, in middle tier. So if he had power, he'd have a bit of it, but um, not really extensive lands. Um, 
is certainly, certainly with some privilege. He's got a bit of money, not extended money. I enjoy that he likes performing parody songs about local politicians and then he likes to gossip. I think that's iconic. Um, and I um, kind of, well, I kind of have a buddy who has become a rabble rouser at a certain central Ohio city hall. Um, so I like to believe, um, DJ is carrying on uh, the count threat energy. And I really would, I really would hope that threat, um, shows up at council meetings and bitches about whatever legislation they're trying to pass or that I don't really know how medieval councils worked in, you know, Europe, Asia, you know, anywhere. Um, but I digress. So threat might not really have that much power, but he certainly, um, likes music and likes musicians. He seems to almost always be at the Aeolian, um, unless he's not having a party at his house, which, you know, iconic. Why not? Tells both. He's the best musician he's seen in 10 years while well, heard in 10 years. Um, and who came along before Kvothe is my question. Ilian was a long time ago. I wonder if uh, Arladen stopped by 10 years ago. Um, although Kvothe, at this point, how old's Kvothe when he meets Threp? About 15. So, you know, if Arladen played at the Aeolian 10 years ago, Kvothe might not remember. It's a possibility. That'd be cute um, if uh, the best musician he'd seen before Kvothe was Arladen. Um, but he won't take Foth on because he just picked up a third musician and, and you can't have a fourth musician slash wife. We, uh, we don't know if the guy has a real wife or any, anything about him. I don't think, um, Threp, and here's the thing, Threp genuinely seems to like and appreciate Foth and his music. He treats him like an equal and he asks Foth not to lord him, especially at the Aeolian. Um, I want to just, I want to point out before we, um, get into theories and discussions that Threp, um, the Adem would certainly say, well, the Adem would say Quoth knows a lot of people intimately because of music, but Threp knows some things about, not really Quoth, about Denna that, uh, you know, if he's connected to Ash or if he's connected to the Chandrigan in any way, um, because, you know, Quoth asks him about Denna, um, looking for Denna and, and, uh, Threp and I believe Dioc, you know, kind of share a glance. So Threp knows Denna and then Quoth asks Threp his opinion on Denna's patron, too. So Threp, you know, again, if he is in any way nefarious, he could, he can put two and two together. There are some, you know, there are some happenings around Threp. Obviously, um, the trip to Ventus too, and the shipwreck, you know, all of that can really make you wonder. I hope Threp isn't a bad dude and that, that it's just coincidental, but I feel like in this story, it's the nice people that we're going to have to look out for. And now we're going to get into some questions and theories. So we're not sure 
where Threp is from. Um, in the uh, Nick Podell version, he gets a bit of, I guess, an English accent. Um, he does. He says so. He does say "tiny gods" at one point, which a number of characters say, um, or they make a reference to more than one god. Um, there's uh, Savoy says "gods all around us." Mola says "tiny gods." Um, there anyway. There Braden says it. So there are a couple instances where people talk about tiny gods or or more than one uh which is an interesting expression uh in a i guess in a talon country um which i guess i assume the commonwealth is the amir are very or i'm sorry the turins oh my god not the amir the turins are pretty devoted to talu i think um, and other people in the Commonwealth. So it's interesting that there is this expression about more than one God. Um, and I think we can um, maybe infer from that and from the accent Nick Podell gives Threp that he is not from the Commonwealth. Another uh, hint to this is when he reaches into his pocket or his purse to give Quoth um, the seven talents, Threp is described as having coins of at least three different currencies. That is quite, quite interesting, isn't it? I want to talk about Threp and Alvaron, and I'm stalling a little bit because I'm trying to find the right page. Um, I'm curious what his connection is with the mayor, how they know each other. Um, Threp says we've been corresponding for some years exchanging news from our different corners of the world, doing each other a favor or two. Uh, that's uh, all very interesting. And Alvaron writes this letter to Threp that we hear most of. Um, there's some bit that Threp skips. Um, so they're close enough for Alvaron to ask him a favor, but um, clearly not to write Threp and be like, thanks for sending me this guy, which would have eliminated people thinking Foth was dead for almost a year. Like did Alvaron, okay, I know he's on his deathbed. Stuff's getting stolen from him. Him and Malon are getting it on because he needs to produce an heir. But, but could you not like write a letter to your acquaintance Threp who did you this huge favor? That makes me think something's fishy, right? Um, you know, I wonder if they met during um, Alvaron's search for the Amir. I also, um, you know, Nick from uh, Page of the Winds theory that Alvaron could be gay uh, has opened some doors to me. I wonder if that's true. Um, if Stapes is a member or not Stapes. Oh my God. Uh, Threp is a member of that community. Well, maybe Stapes too. And that's how Alvaron, him and Alvaron know each other. Uh, it, it's certainly, it's certainly a long distance from Ventus to the Commonwealth. It takes, it should take both 12 years to, uh, oh my God, not 12 years, 12 days to get there, but it takes him 16. So, had to pause and come back because uh, 
Um, my pizza was done, but also because I needed to look it up. So I, I guess sometimes I am a detail oriented person because, because I'm thinking about master, think about master Ash, right? Denim meets him at the Aeolian. Um, and we're pretty sh- we're almost positive that he's in Ventus with her during the same time she is. And, um, it's just, so according to chapter 52, a brief journey, it takes almost three span to reach Severn by land, which is about 33 days. Um, and, and part of that journey is unsafe. Uh, the water route takes about a dozen days, depending on the, on the weather. Um, now if some rich patron or some Chandrian, uh, who is master Ash could maybe make that journey faster, or perhaps there is some, like I said, Chandranoid and, uh, uh, power where mash mash master Ash mash. Um, man, I'm really, uh, I'm really fumbling with the language here, guys. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but yeah, with some Chandrian power that Ash could get from Imray to Severn quicker than, you know, a schlep like Quoth could, but, um, and I started that tangent because, um, I'm always thinking about master Ash and I'm also thinking about the time it would take a letter to get from like, I just, I can't believe Alvaron in a year did almost a year did not write to Threp and let him know Quoth was there and Quoth was okay, unless he did and Threp's hiding it. Some of you were probably banging on your steering wheel or or whatever, waiting for me to get to that because maybe Alvaron did write back and you know maybe it got lost, whatever. Um, from Wise Man's Fear, yeah, it seems Threp had been keeping closer tabs on my travels than I'd thought. That's weird. Consequently, when my ship had gone missing, he'd assumed the worst. Also, can you not write to Alvaron? Like, I know that's going to take a, some time, but like, can't you figure it out? Um, throw, uh, throws a party when, when Quoth comes back, he's happy to see him. Um, also, so when, as Sim says, when Threp or when whoever shares the news of the Aeolian that Quoth maybe died, um, Ambrose is around. Um, I think that's coincidental. A little too, isn't it Shakespeare who said me thinks he doth protest too much. And that really is not the right phrase to use. But what I'm trying to say is that Threps um, willingness to make jackass jackass and piss Ambrose off and try and go behind his back could be genuine or it could be a well-executed ploy, perhaps on behalf of the jackasses themselves. Though, I mean, at that point in Quoth and Ambrose's relationship, they weren't ready to kill each other when Quoth and Threat met. It's possible Baron Jackass also uses Threp as a source of information. Possible Master Ash does. Pos- yeah. Again, a lot of possibilities. But uh, as I say, you know, it's like 
sometimes people make fun of something because they really like it or because they're trying not to show how hard they like it. Um, and I think there's a possibility there with Threp and the Jackasses that he is somehow connected to them. It, some of the, a, a lot of this, again, could be what needed to happen in the story. The Alvaron thing very well could just be just needed to happen. Events needed to be set in motion. And Pat wrote the chapters like he did because both had to get out of the university and get somewhere Pat had threat close at hand. There could be nothing nefarious, but there could. Because I do think he's connected some somewhere in the story, whether he's connected to the Amir or the Chandrian. Um, I, I, I do think he is. We have to note his question to Quoth on how many days Sabian spent with the Amir which was Quoth said six. Hold on, I gotta get the book out. Okay, Buddy says, um, ah, but before I go, I need to ask you one last question. How many years did Savian spend with the Emir? I didn't have to think about it. Six, three years proving himself, three years training. Does six strike you as a good number? I didn't know what he was getting at. Six isn't exactly a lucky number, I hedged. If I were looking for a good number, I'd have to go up to seven, I shrugged, or down to three. Threp considered this, tapping his chin. You're right, but six years with the Emir meant he came back to Halloween on the seventh year. That was lazy German. Um, but then, and I love that later, later in this scene, I love the line... Uh, Quote says, I think you might be wiser than you give yourself credit for. And Threp says, don't let it get around or people will start expecting great things from me. I love that on the surface because I'm kind of the same way. Um, I prefer to surprise people with my brilliance. Um, but that could be the, the question about Sabian could be a test. Um, the seven thing could just be threat being superstitious and wanting to give him seven talents because that's good luck could be a lot of things, but thank God for that money. Cause both got to pay Davy back. Davy Debbie. We, we can, we can, we can address him as Ash. I've talked about the timing of that. Ash would have, would theoretically have had time to get from wherever he was to Ventus, whether it be Imre to Ventus or wherever might've been ahead of Quoth, uh, and, and try to shipwreck him. Um, he obviously, again, he knows Denna knows Quoth knows her. He could have, he, if he's, if Ash's main goal is to, to mess with Quoth, you know, and Threpa's Ash, he could have had Denna waiting in the wings the entire time. Um, we know Ash is a dancer, and we get a mention of Threp doing a quick jig step or something, but that's not, you know, with that amount of evidence, we might as well say Manette is Master Ash. Um, Master Ash is a gentleman, um, We, but we don't know. Uh, I mean, Ash uh, has white hair. But I thought he had maybe a white beard too, and he has a walking stick. 
which we do not hear Threp as having. So uh, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily uh, think that. I do want to. We have to touch on the weird guy running up the gangplank and wise man's fear. Um, ah, damn, I have the wrong book in my hands. But what I just turned to was piss on etiquette. Threp said petulantly, etiquette. I, I can't do the accent, I guess. Etiquette is a set of rules people use so they can be rude to each other in public. I was born Danaeus first, Threp second, and Count last of all. Den for short? Come on. Den, Dena, Dena Resin. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into this. We're not going to go right to the weird guy running up the gangplank because I, I need to get the right book. Is, th- is is there something there? Because it's literally Dena. His na- first name is literally Dena is. And it might be pronounced any number of ways, but that's pretty crazy. And you also have Dena Resin. Uh, but someone on the internet pointed out that Den could just be a, uh, you know, a, a popular suffix for a name. Like we'd have Patrick, Patricia, and then, you know, if there was some drug, you could call it. Pat's smack. That's not very good. It's a good thing I don't make up names for drugs, isn't it? A couple other things about old Threp. This is me recording a little bit later after I got my laptop back. That Sim does say Threp's holdings are not that extensive. So yes, he does have some land. I think that... I was reflecting on Quoth fixing the Iceless for Anchor and how it is ostensibly common in Imre for people who don't know arcane magic to know at least a little bit about things like artificing, especially. So I guess that's the Threp's not afraid of that kind of magic. I guess you'd think that he'd have, he'd be used to some of the gadgets at least they have, but um, his attitude with the university is interesting. And in hindsight, I'm sure that's a bit of why he did encourage Quoth to go away after his trial. I don't really think Threp was involved in Quoth's trial, really. I believe it was mostly Elksadal and Arwil helping him out and Sim a little bit. But I don't really recall Threp in there at all. I had to go get the book in check. And he doesn't. He doesn't. There's there's no mention. Threp doesn't, I think, unless he makes, you know, a passing reference to it, does not talk about Quoth's trial at all. It's Elksadal who convinces him to go away. Even though Threp's the one with all the the details. So I want to run through, I've got chapter 51 open, All Wise Men Fear, where Threp gives Quoth this running list of advice. And I'm going to go through some of them and try and keep the pauses as short as possible. First one is, don't look like you're chasing money. No one will take you seriously. You're there to curry favor. That's the high stakes game. If you get one, you'll have the other. Fortune follows favor is, is, is one of these aphorisms. Second is the cost of a loaf is a simple thing, which both corrects him. 
is uh, Greg and the Lesser, not Tecum. Let's see. What else do we got? I know a lady by her manner, a man by his cloth, and telling Foth to get a good set of clothes. No gambling. And small thoughts make great floods, so be twice wary of a slowly changing season. I like to say that to people now. Um, I don't know if Rothfuss made that up or if that's an actual uh, um, aphorism, but I do like it. And then, of course, we get the line. Remember, there are three things all wise men fear. The sea and storm, a night with no moon, and the anger of a gentle man. Which is clearly so significant that it's the title of this damn book. We've had already a couple instances of the sea and storm, one being Davy's Alar, one being the actual shipwreck that Quoth enters right now. Definitely moonless nights. We know all about why men should fear a night with no moon. Uh, I don't know if Threp means it in a fey way, but we know to, to, to understand it in a fey way, right? Because that brings us, brings, uh, oh, I don't know if it, it brings one closer to the other. And then, of course, the anger of a gentle man, which... I do believe can can also be the anger of a gentleman. Now, when we're we're thinking about gentlemen in the chronicler, oh yeah, in the chronicler, oh my god, I think Sim counts as a gentleman. Lauren, maybe we've seen Lauren's anger. We've certainly seen the anger of a gentleman with with uh alvaron and with with ambrose and you know we've and and sim is both a gentleman and a gentleman honestly um that could be kind of that here there it is another clue to the fact that sim is involved in whatever uh catastrophe is going to happen down the line so i i don't think foth is a gentleman um as far as other people in the Chronicler, you know, I would, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if we'll, we'll run into Tempe again, but I think Tempe for as, for the fact that he is a mercenary, I would say Tempe is gentle. Yeah. And I would, you know, I think I'd also, I'd also qualify Willem as a gentleman. Um, and maybe even Kilvin. These people who, um, who, may look tough and may kind of be tough, but who have a, a softer inside and, a, a, and are, are nurturing people by nature. Maybe, you know, maybe even someone like Arwell. Aloden? No, I don't think the anger of a gentleman is going to be Aloden. I think it's going to be, um, yeah. And now, and, and, and one more thing before I wrap this up, cause I didn't, I wasn't planning on, um, waxing poetic on that, but, but here we are, you know, I wonder it, it, it probably won't, but I wonder if the great disaster is going to be all three of these things at the same time, it it'll be on a moonless night. And then you'll have the sea and storm and the anger of a gentleman 
I, I tend to think of something, some big fight happening in Imre. Uh, we've talked about this before, but there's a spot in Imre where both is, is said to kill someone. So if there's a big battle there on a moonless night, yeah, I mean, it could, the sea and storm could be Davy and the anger of a gentleman could be Sim. You could have all three there and, and, and that could be what happens. But thanks Threp for giving us that and for giving us, you know, a quote. There are a lot of, a, a decent amount of quotes in this fandom that are, are recognizable and that, that we say a lot, but this is, this is definitely one of them because it's given us a lot of food for thought. Thanks Threp. So a set, uh, another food for thought, we have to say, um, you know, Lyra, the story of Lanray and Lyra, um, Lyra and the liar, I think are a connection. Ambrose plays liar. Denna uh, played liar for a little bit and so does Threp. So liar and Lyra, uh, I want to point that out just because, just because words are important. Sounds worse. You know, words, someone once said words can, can light fires in the minds of men and ring whatever from the hardest heart. Somebody said that in some book series. I think that is, uh, oh, I did, I did want to ask uh, about, about his other musicians. I'm curious how he supports them. If it's just monetary, if he's just doing it because he likes them and he likes their music and he wants to help, or if, like Ash does with Denna, I wonder if Threp is directing them or, ha- or someone else is getting Threp to like have them do certain amounts of research, kind of akin to making, uh, making your grad student do research. You just make your mus- musicians do it while you're sitting up in your burned Amir tower with blood on your hands, hunting for the Chandrian and playing tack and beating people. The Amir are probably aren't going to be the good guys, are they? I don't know. I want to know who the singers are. Are they the people from the Talonwald? Or is it singers, like, literally... I think singers is, like, Quoth's dad. And kind of like Denna. And and Quoth himself, people who are, are figuring things out. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. This last segment... Um, so I know this one's late again... Um, I had most of this recorded uh, and I took my laptop with me on vacation to California um, two weeks ago. And then uh, on when flying back, I was in such a rush um, getting through LAX because I overslept that when I went through the TSA checkpoint, I left the laptop in there um, in the little, uh, you know, plastic gray bucket and with a little money, they mailed it, they found it and a little money, they mailed it back to me. And, and 25 minutes of this episode was, was lying there on this computer waiting for me to get it back. And I didn't want to record cause I was like re-record cause I was so salty. I felt like I had done a pretty good job with the first 25 minutes of this episode and did want to, didn't want to try and, and recreate it. So I'm very grateful. I have this back, this laptop back and that, I can continue making these episodes for you. I also wanted to say a huge thank you to my first uh, Ko-Fi or maybe coffee contributor, Jim, who I've got, I've got an email in my inbox from Jim about Scarpy that I'll go read soon. But uh, thank you so much, Jim. Jim's donation really 
helped. Uh, I don't have a lot of cost really for this podcast, but Jim's donation unknowingly did help me offset the cost of shipping my damn laptop back from California. So um, thanks a lot, buddy. I really appreciate it. The link to the Ko-Fi coffee is in my little description of the podcast. So if you want to, um, you know, buy me a little black coffee or a little something, something, please do. I really appreciate it. I, like I said, there's not a, co- a lot of cost for this podcast, but every now and then I do incur some a little bit here and there for, for Zoom when I'm um, wanting to record with other people or if I decide to get new editing software and uh, hosting, you know, just stuff like that. Just a little bit helps. Thank you all so much. I appreciate your patience. Next month, we are, I mean, we're coming up on September and I'm still trying to get these dang things out in the, in the beginning of the month, first Sunday of the month, like I said. So we'll, we'll see, but you, you guys know me, if you've been with me for a while, I don't always stick to my deadlines the best. I'm thinking maybe next month. Um, see, I thought this was going to be a short one, but it's going on probably about 40 minutes at this point. Um, I might do next, I might do, uh, Adam Thie or, hold on, sorry, I dropped something on the floor or Scarpy, uh, or Dioc and Stanchion. I'm thinking those might be, uh, some of the next ones still hoping to have some more guests on. And, um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep going, uh, until I kind of run out of characters to talk about. So, uh, Yeah. Keep hanging in there with me. We'll keep talking King Killer. Oh my God! So uh, there, uh, just a little bit of a uh, uh, fandom chatter at the end. If you guys didn't see, um, there was some, some a rumor on Quora started, not started. I guess kind of bandied about by longtime author Mercedes Lackey, who does share a publisher with Pat Mercedes said on freaking Quora, just out of the blue, that the book is at the publisher, the book three is at the publisher, which is wild to say just like randomly in a fan chat, like, Hey, this other author is going to put out a book soon. Uh, so that had us all in a tizzy. Now, I don't really know if that's true. I read, so here's the thing. I read a ton of Mercedes Laggy's books when I was, when I was a teenager. I don't read them a lot anymore because they're like a bit angsty and there's like some stuff in there that kind of makes me uncomfortable as an adult now, but man, what a juicy, juicy, juicy rumor that set us all alight. It could be true is the thing, but Again, let's take everything with a grain of salt. I know Pat said recently his, his, the best book he's read recently is book three. So even if book three is done and at the publisher, there's probably still quite a while to go. And I don't think we're going to get it in the next, I think I, I, it's a moving target for me. Now what I'm going to say is I hope we get it by 2025. Um, but man, if we're getting a new book, that'd be pretty fucking awesome. Wouldn't it? Ah, I can't wait. If so, I better, I better really ramp up this podcast. Anyway, folks, I've rambled long enough. Thanks for listening. Glad to have you all with me. Follow me on Twitter. If you don't, if you don't already, and if you want to send me an email anytime, I'm not super active on Facebook, but I got a page there too. 
Um, and any other, uh, any other social media page is just people trying to be raggedy jalapeno. So shut that shit down. All right, y'all. I'll see you where the roads meet until we meet again. May all your stories be glad ones and your roads be smooth and short and your mugs filled with Mefeglin and your pizzles not bound to fizzle. Bye.